welcome, welcome, welcome back, haters. Man, do we have an exciting podcast for you today. Man. I'm Mikey Dimes, and you are listening to the You Hate to See It podcast, where we talk about all the things you love and hate to see, obviously. Uh, today, we're going to do something special. We're going to go back to our roots. I don't know a lot of our new, our new listeners. The roots. We actually, and originally, were the ta- Tales from the Shadow Tower podcast. I thought you were going to do the echo. Uh, where we used to discuss the greatest show that ever was or will be on television. That's Game of Thrones. But today, haters, the haters you see on the screen, we're about to talk about the newest addition to the greatest show that ever was or will be. And that is House of Dragon. Yeah, we are happy. Let's go. Let's go. Long time coming. Long time coming. Before we get started, again, I am Mikey Dimes. I'm Kari. KP. Be wild. For a lot of a lot of you guys that know, this is legit the crux that matters. This is why we podcast. And it's from Game of Thrones, so we're we're glad to be back. So let's it's take Game it away. of Thrones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nerd talk. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Let's fucking go, man. All right, man. So you know, it's been it's been three years, man. You know, last episode, of Game of Thrones, it's 2019. You know, it's been a long time. We've had a lot of time to kind of unpack what we saw. Yeah, man. Like we've had time to rewatch. We've had time to really let it sit and simmer. So I just wanted to do a uh, tales from the Shadow Tower. Where are they now? Like, where are you right now in your in your Game of Thrones journey? You know, from the from the originators of Tales from the Shadow Tower. I mean, I guess we're all technically the originators. I mean, we had some uh, we had some guest appearances at least back then. Yeah, right. I mean, I think Darth Helius, me and you did start the first first uh, couple episodes alone, and then you know. Kari and Dante is like, we got to get on this. Yeah. Uh, but as for where are we now, you know, we just kicking. I mean, we, uh, we're obviously still major throne heads. At least I'm speaking for myself, still a major throne head. It's still, in my opinion, no matter how you feel about how the season ended, it's still the greatest show that ever was or will be. So I'm coming into this, I'm like a kid in a candy shop. I'm just, I'm just salivating for some more content. Yeah, bro. Every, everybody that hates on thrones, it's like, why? Like they, they. I know for a fact you watch worse television and give it better reviews. So it's, it's like, it's, it's very hypocritical. Um, you know, as terms of what I've been doing, I've just been trying to stay tapped in, but not spoiled. You know, mm. like that's that's what I'm saying. You know, I, you know, because I'd be deep diving on the wiki and stuff. I know, like loosely, like the, the what this show is going to be about and kind of like how it's going to end. But I mean, it's already, if you're a book reader, you know that without a doubt. So, but I, there's still a lot of like gaps in what I know, just been trying to prevent myself from coming in with expectations and just enjoying, you know, just enjoying the show that was probably one of the biggest cultural movements in, in, you know, in, in the recent history, especially when it comes to like TV and film, like Thrones made nerds cool, bro. Like that, we, we was talking about that earlier, wasn't we, Alex? Like, yeah, I remember like back in middle school and high school, like niggas was out here laughing at me because I'm out here into into One Piece, like into into Dragon Ball Z, like still like into this quote unquote nerd shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, y'all missing out, but all right. Bet. <laughs> now look, it's and yeah, it's it's. I say it's 2022 now, but like the nerd, the nerd, the nerddom has been a part of the zeitgeist for years now at this point. And like you, like you said, like Game of Thrones is what helped 
you know, boost like boost that 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 fantasy element, that that nerd that nerd element more into the mainstream. And now, I mean, you can't like every other song you hear on the radio now has is, is biting some sound or something from some anime. Like you, you can like you you can instantly pick, you can instantly pick it up. Oh damn, we we turned Super Saiyan now in this in this in this song. Yeah. Like Netflix making twenty live action shows, right? But One Piece live right. action show is about to come out, bruh. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm hyped, but, but One Piece is weird, so I don't know how that's gonna really translate. But back to what we were talking about, I'm like, I'm, I'm hyped. For, I'm super hyped for this show. I was like just rewatching the trailer for it, and I'm like, yo, this yeah. looks amazing. Like the budget for this hasn't gone anywhere. It's, they still got that. They still got the HBO money. The dragons are the dragons in this show are gonna look insane. Man, looking crazy. Seventeen of them allegedly. There's supposed to be seventeen in the first season. Seventeen of them things, man. Mm-hmm. Dang. Like, so, like, mm-hmm. whenever they announced that that this show is coming out, I guess it was like maybe last year, twenty twenty. I was like, all right, man, I gotta get ready, man. I bought the book, you know. I was like, I just needed, I needed more of that Thrones in my veins, man. So, I've been going hard. I might have went a little too overboard. I kind of regret knowing as much as I know going into this show, but man, I'm, I'm turned up, man. It's about Expectations are, are literally through the roof. If, if, through the roof. Like, is the, no matter what, like even if this ends up not being as hype as I think it is, it's still going to be better than ninety eight percent of shows that's ever been made. I feel like, and that's I don't know. Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah, <laughs> we're biased, of course, but yeah, still, I mean, <laughs> the numbers talk. So I'm just Lovely, saying, not here. All right, so, All right, so <laughs> before before we get into you know more House of the Dragon hype, you know, in the trailer specifically. They did announce that they're going to do the, the Jon Snow uh, spinoff. You know, George is involved. Kit Harrington's team actually brought the idea to George and HBO. So, you know, Kit is full go. He's ready to do it. So what are we thinking about about the Jon Snow spinoff? Are we excited or do we want just one of the, like, leave it alone? Or Let me say this. Let me say this. John must, first, Kit Harrington. I'm going to start with this. Must be hurting if he's coming back saying we need more John Snow content. Like, oh, Eternals must have been like really bad. He's like, like I don't know. That's been off. Marvel tech. Marvel is ass. So yeah, I would want to get out of that <laughs> shit as quick as possible Marvel too. <laughs> what I how I feel about it? Inject that shit into my veins. More content. <laughs> more, please. And if George's involved, I I'm, I don't think we're having an issue with it being good. Like, I mean, I would, I'm curious to see what kind of story is going to be told. It is, it is supposed to be, I think, like 10 to 15 years after the fall of the, uh, of the Iron Throne. So, like, maybe I could see White Walkers somehow being reborn into the universe again. It ends, like, with them, oh, like, during the, like, their ascension. I don't know. Maybe we're going to be able to see hey, what more if he becomes the Night's King? Yeah, maybe we see more lore into... Uh, uh, to the Night King and everything beyond the wall. I'm excited. I mean, if, if George is involved, then bet. And then that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I mean, King King behind the wall would King beyond the wall, like you know, Vance Raider or whatever. That that'd be cool. But I don't think they're gonna go that route. I think this will be like very more like a. I think this is gonna be like nomadic type shit. You know, I can see I, I think the kids gonna do some shit. Yeah, I think it's gonna be something like that. that. Like he's really just on his on his nomad shit. But in terms of like in and the thing is, they signed George to a supermax. Like this nigga George has an undisclosed eight figure deal for the next five years. I think the biggest gripe was like people like 
George is more involved in this show. And it's not just the Jon Snow spinoff. Like, that's a sequel, yes. But they are working on four other shows. Like, they are building out the Thrones verse. That's why mm-hmm. they signed George to, to a Supermax deal. Like, somewhere from 10 to $99 million, you know, anywhere in that eight-figure eight range. But it's like, they've got a lot of stuff. They've got another, like, because people liked Arya and the Hound, they're making a show called, like, Duncan, Duncan Egg which is supposed to be like that dynamic and them two just traveling around. They're doing a show on the, on the sea snake who is going to be in house of the dragon since he's the one who essentially charted the maps of all the seas. So it's like, you know, there were rumblings about like maybe getting Aria exploring like the world, but like Mm -hmm. we're going to get to see a black lead in the thrones verse kind of navigating that like that, that's supposed to be. So Steve, Steve Toussaint's supposed to come out with that. Like, there's a lot of stuff. They're they're working on anime, and Dunkin' Egg is supposed to be animated as well. So they're doing so they're doing live action and anime. Like they're building out the Thrones verse as an IP in general. And I couldn't be more happy for that. You see, this this kind of like puts more credence to the fact that like D and D fucked up because <laughs> they like, could be a part of it. They had all of this in the bag, ready to like Thrones by season four was already the biggest thing on TV. And it only got even more hype and more hype until, and like, until like season end of season six, when we get back to back ten out of tens and the mm-hmm. um, Battle of the Bastards and uh, Winds of Winter. Winds of Winter. Yeah, the Winds of Winter. I'm I'm, I'm forgetting episode. And like like like, it's already at a fever pitch at this point. Like this stuff should have been in the works and in production. Absolutely. Back then. Yeah. No kidding. And <laughs> like. D and D should realize, oh, like, yeah, we've been doing this for ten years, but we're part of like the biggest, one of the biggest cultural movements in in this country, like, well, entertainment cultural movements in this country in a long time, and we have the power that we have the power and the means to really like knock this out of the park. And they're like, now nah, we want to move on to other projects. Nasty. What? And they haven't done another project since. Yeah. But- right. So hey, aren't they doing Lord of the Rings or something? Oh wait, I think no, they were doing what is, it, what is it that they took that they stepped out for? They were supposed to they signed a big deal with Netflix and nothing has come out of that. They were supposed to do their own Star Wars trilogy. That got yes. canceled. That's yes, that did. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's been tough sledding for for D and D, so hey, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel right. bad for them at all though. Yeah, nah, facts. I don't either. Maybe they could come back on as like stage manager, you know, ten yeah, years down I the line. Stage manager, damn. Hey, my man, big, big Ryan Condal, man. You know, hey, you know, day in the day, maybe you could be my intern type shit, man. You know, <laughs> he's like he's the prince of his promise. I think mean, he's going to be the one to take us all the way, man. Condal's him, man. Let's go. Let's high in the house. Well, okay, so like that—that's something that we should probably talk through. The new showrunners for this. So we got yeah. Ryan Condal. You know, a quote a throne super fan. He literally got it from being a fanboy and like following around George and then George. Hand picked by George. Yeah, mm-hmm. handpicked by and then you got Miguel Sapochnik, who, mm-hmm. you know, got his Emmys for writing the best some of the best battles like you yep. know we've ever seen on television. You know, with thrones. Yeah, man. Hell, this is just a this this entire season is like a just a glorified war for three <laughs> years. So the next next like, this is right in his bag. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they really got got a super team. What was that? You think Ramin Jawadi's gonna be back? You think they're gonna do a new oh. intro? Oh yeah, he's, Ramin, no, he's is back. Back. Ramin is back. Ramin, Ramin is back. Ramin is back on back. the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. We got you know, all awesome. Avengers. Game of Thrones assembled. 
Come on, man. What more do you want? What more it is do you an want? All-star, it is an all-star team, man. They're taking, like, the best music, thing. Bro? Or do you think they're going to do, like, the same, like, iconic? All right, so I've, I've been, like, you know, tapped in with some people that were at the premiere. And um, not only did they say the first episode was, like, incredible 10 out of 10, like, one of the best episodes, like, of Thrones, period. Wow. Just off Damn. the first episode, no, they said that. Good. Then... And they didn't even they didn't play the intro music. So oh, cold open. Oh wow, they're some new shit. Out on the intro yeah, music. okay, some new shit okay. So you're not gonna hear yeah. like. Dun, 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 dun. All right, yeah, all right. Some, some new shit coming. I'm sure we'll, so. we'll get a, a new intro, but like we'll still hear the iconic. You know, we'll still hear that iconic. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, they they're gonna fit that yeah, in. They can't right. get that. Like he has to that that the, those final bells at the end at the end of it. Oh yeah, that, that it's, little, it's gonna be like a little remix type. You gotta hear that. We gotta hear that. I remember hearing something about. I think uh, George was talking to Ramin about like the intro. He was like, when it comes to the intro, he wanted something to sound like medievally, but he's like, he didn't want any flutes in it because they feel like that's just so like yeah, overdone. Like, it's uh-huh. just like a stereotype. Like there's always gonna be like some light flute, flute mu- music playing. Yeah. So like he had like initial trouble trying to make this happen, and then ends up turning the score to like, top five most iconic intros of all time, so. Yeah, yeah like, Thrones is something, like, you binge watch and you and you never skip the intro, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. it's like, which is, like, a crazy thing, because it's like, you know, I'll be binging anime, boy, I be skipping the fuck out of intros, man. For real. You're trying to jump through, like, hey, on, Ramin Jawadi is the next John Williams. I think so, yeah. I think he's had to go ahead and pass the torch. Like Ramin has done some crazy stuff. Like people go to, you know, will go to orchestra shows just for like, hey, it's Game of Thrones night. Like, you know, and that Philharmonic is traveling. Or you'll go to like, you know, different symphony orchestras. He gonna he gonna help keep keep orchestras alive, man. Actually, I actually went to um went to like two up uh, show the um, the um, Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi not Return of the Jedi um, Empire Strikes Back and um, Jurassic Park uh, like in concert and like because both of those are like composed by John Williams and, John like, Williams like, has done some crazy stuff and Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean like those mm-hmm. things are played so often coming from the orchestra for six years mm-hmm. like those those three those three sets of of movie scores and stuff are played constantly and always do well. Um, I, I kind of wanted to ask this as well, because we kind of we didn't stay on as long as I wanted to, but I know we were talking about with the Jon Snow sequel um, and then the Duncan Egg stuff. How are y'all feeling about, like, were those spinoffs that you wanted to see, or were there any spinoffs that you would have preferred to have heard that they're coming out with? You know, I wish they would, you know, stop bullshitting and just announce Arya. Announce the Arya sequel, man. Like, I don't want to see this. Look, man, all due respect. I think, you know, because they announced that they're doing, like, a Nymeria show, who is, like, the original, like, Voyager yeah. called 10,000 Ships. So I think I that might be, like, a code name for the Arya show. But, I mean, just announce that shit, bro. Maisie ain't doing nothing. She on IG, like, shaving her head and shit and being weird. Come on, man. Just, just throw her the bag, you know, throw her a little bag, and let's get this shit popping, man. Come on. I, I don't okay. know if she's doing it, bro, because they already announced the Sea Snake show, and that was kind of the premise of the Arya show. So I mean, yeah, I, but... You know, like, that's that's a Voyager show right there. I mean, different stars, but it wouldn't it be nice to see a black lead cook? Like, he's going to have a prominent yeah. role, but he's not going to be, like, the main protagonist. 
No, I mean, he is going to be. Oh, he's talking about in the House of the Dragons. In House of the Dragons, he's going to be like he's going to have a prominent role yeah. in the show. Yes, but he will not be like a main protagonist. I'm saying in the Sea Snake spinoff, like he will be the focal point of that show. And like, I mean, how yeah, I mean, that's going to be cool, man. Like, that's going to be cool. But we all wanted to see Arya. Man, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you, but. I don't really give a, I don't care to see the Dunkin' Egg thing. I, now that you said it was going to be animated, I mean, okay, that's kind of cool. But that's still, in my yeah, opinion, yeah. should be bottom, bottom three of what's going to be produced. Unfortunately, I, as much as I want to see Valeria as a black lead, I would much rather see Arya and her uh, sail out west, to be wow. honest. But, I mean, I'm okay with the, the Valerian, I mean, uh, House Valerian um, origin story, but I guess if I really wanted to see... Like, if they're going to, like, depend on how magic-y they get into this, because a lot of the magic elements, they kind of, like, in Game of Thrones and D&D, they kind of just brought it up and then didn't explain the magic system at all within the universe of Game of Thrones. They're just like, oh, magic's possible sometimes, maybe, or a lot of times, actually. But I would much rather see them get into, like, the Long Night, the original Long Night, like, exactly what that's about. I mean, obviously, since what we know from the White Walkers and all that from the original series, I mean, I would love to see that. Any any other Targaryen, because the Targaryens, in my opinion, they are the best house and they, they run the show, but I would love to see anything else with them. Well, the um, the show that um, they were going to make before House of the Dragon was actually, like, the Long Night show. And, like, they cut a pilot, and, you know, they had yeah. the cast, because I remember, like, getting excited for that, because, like, it was a cool, like, multicultural cast or whatever. And I was like, hmm, how are they going to make this work? And then, like, they just kind of, like, canceled and pivoted to House of the Dragon and just ordered the series off the rip. So I was like, okay. And then there was a story that came out kind of, like, about how that, like, show ended up getting canceled, and this, like... Oh yeah. Basically, they wanted like a safer bet. You know, they thought like House of the Dragons is like yeah everything that, that you want. It's like a war. It's a succession thing. You know, that's being built up. That's mm-hmm. now it's like that's like the deeper cut shit. I think we can get into. Facts. Yeah. yeah. I I think like see, I wanted to I wanted to go back to and see like the fall of Valyria. Like that was yeah, the, the doom of Valyria. That was one of the sequels when they were doing it that I thought really would have been cool. Like I could see why people didn't want to do the long night again because a lot of people were salty about the way the White Walkers went out. You know, mm-hmm. it was it's it's like a it's like a, either you like it or you you dislike it. Like there's no people that are really in between about you know season eight episode three. Like people are either they like it or they don't like it, and so they didn't want something so. I guess so to remind some people of that and I would have liked to see the the fall of Valyria like you still get the Targaryens but the Targaryens were a lower house like yeah. in that shit so I think it would have been cool to see like other houses and like how Valyria was supposed to be like basically like ancient Rome you know like it was the it was the seat of like civilization and all that stuff and we would have got a lot more Essos like I wanted to, yeah. I want to get some more yeah. deep dive on Essos. Too. How shitty the, the Valyrian Empire actually was with slavery and and all that. Even I would even like to see the Age of Heroes. I think me and KP talked about this as well. Just like oh, you going back? Like, I'd much, I think I'd rather see prequel Game of Thrones content than shit after the current timeline. Yeah, I would actually really like to see um, like like some type of like anthology series of like all of these like like natural wonders of the world, like in, in the Westeros yeah. world. And um, what's the uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Lomas Long Longstrider, the dude who like yeah, wrote the book about all these like crazy places and like in in the world, and especially like in Essos. Like I would love to see like you know like a story of, like 
us finding out about the you know the extra history about Essa, you know, like like the like the giant like uh, the city like city of Yt, you know, supposed to be like e- there was supposed to be like rumored to be even bigger than all of Valyria, and then like um, the giant uh, like those like those giant uh, black fortresses that are made of like the, the fused like black dragonstone that's like underneath mm-hmm. the high tower. Like I would love to like find out like more about like shit like that. So, and, yeah, like, so how much more are we getting into? How much? How much do they really want to go deep? Because like I said, I, if any, if Thrones listen or anything like the four of us, like niggas want to see shit like that. They can oh, build yeah. this up yeah. for years. And then you can like with that one, you can very easily like, make that like an anthology series and just have like you know having like people just like a, a story about Yt, a, like a, an episode basically what like what happened there and, and why it may have disappeared. Like what's going on with like you know. Like how the um, you know the how Karth became like yeah. how how it got its walls you know like the uh, the, the Red Sea like how it became because it wasn't yeah, always we get some more, like, get some more yeah, Dothraki yeah. bag like yeah, yeah exactly. we get more Dothraki like where does that does that uh, Dothraki yeah, stuff, like happen, the Red man. Sea yeah like mm-hmm. and that's and that's one way to make the show like the the biggest gripe on Game of Thrones and we you know as black creatives and people that appreciate the show that's one way that you branch out like essos is the is the more culturally diverse part yeah. of the of the thrones universe and that's like it you know that's mm-hmm. what it's, it's it's seen as and i was like and essos was and people forget like people think essos is like oh it's like crazy is that but essos was the more developed part of the world before westeros like westeros was like kind of the wild west and yeah, essos I mean, was, was the more civilized yeah. there were literally giants and tree nymphs running around yeah, like and, and, and when Essos had thriving civilizations yeah. and shit, you know, going on when, when uh, Westeros had giants that. running around, there were there were thriving cities in Essos. Like when there was yeah. old magic in Westeros, the Valyrians were having cities greater than anything the world's ever seen in real life and or fiction. Right. Hey man, that's what's so great about this IP, man. Like you can there's so much history, there's so much like like you could just go back to like honestly a date and time in this fictional history and look at what happened it's fucking nuts George is him it's the greatest IP we just gotta see what HBO does and not only that there are two whole other continents on the map that we don't jack shit about we yeah we don't talk about the southern the southern isles like in that continent down there Thorios and Ulthos like we like don't know anything about we don't hardly anything about it we know like some mysteries and some stories that some like legends about Sothorios and how like, they have giant man-eating dragons or like uh, not dragon but like wyverns and shit but like and butterfly I mean like, that's all myth and shit yeah man it's it's really crazy so George hey keep collecting them checks man, and let's green light every show I don't give a fuck Hey. Dunk and egg, egg and dunk, man. I'll watch a goddamn <laughs> over young Oberon. Let's do it. Young And does all that stuff need to be live action for y'all, or would you like some? Oh, animated hey, they're gonna build up. Like, they're gonna build up. Yeah, if you're gonna build Thrones Birth, I'm okay with having some animated stuff, depending on how they do it. But I mean, it's not like something I'm gonna like put over anything that's you know real. But yeah, Damn. I would tell in my animation. No, I wouldn't mind it at all. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But all right, man, let's let's get into what we what we came here for. You know, we could talk about this yes, all day, but let's talk about this motherfucking trailer, man. What's up, man? How, what's what's your hype level at? One to ten right now. Man, the trailer made me a twelve. This is going this is this is it. This is gonna be better than eighty percent of thrones already. Jeez. 
I was listening hey, this to is the hype pod. <laughs> I was listening to my man, my man David Lightbringer. He was at the premiere. Hey, he I was to him too. <laughs> Lightbringer. Lightbringer. Lightbringer him. But he was he was basically saying he was like, yo, this shit. He said, like, you know how first most first episodes of like on Game of Thrones, first episode of the season, you're like setting the table type shit. He was like, nah, they like it's like epic off the bat, like first episode, like Damn. <laughs> Like so much, I'm like, oh, that's it. I mean, I mean, that's how they did it. They didn't even shoot a pilot for this show. Like, they got the idea right, yeah, and then they serious. shot the whole season. They shot the whole season, right, which is which is crazy. How like they do most shows. I think what like stuck out to me is people were saying like, oh, the show's kind of like white and it's like not feminist. But I'm like, this is. I was like, both. First of all, that's wrong about Game of Thrones because basically the two leads in that show were like two women vying for control. Like it was a lot of men, but like Cersei and Danny were like kind of the only yeah, two standing. What it all boiled down to. And then, and then in this show, you're gonna have two two women leads fighting for it again. And I think that's what stuck out to me is like Alicent Hightower versus Rhaenyra, uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen. Like that is what is gonna like they are childhood friends, and they said, oh. You know, we used to share the same heart, is what they say in the in the pop in the trailer, and they're like, "Well," and then Rainier says, "We never actually did share the same heart because they both, you know." So you get to see a relationship grow and the closeness, and then break and kind of fracture as they're on opposing opposing sides. Right. So, so what from the trailer got you guys like the most fired up, and then uh, like, what do you want to like, what do you want to see from the show? You think? What was crazy? I think what really stuck out to me is like the first part of the trailer when Viserys was like I had a, a crazy vivid dream that was more real than anything he's ever ever had seen and he kind of goes into that I'm like okay so we're bringing back the magic system we're bringing back this and I was like if we're if just what it seems like going based off the trailer I think we're gonna just kind of again like span service to the nerds kind of get deeper into the lore of what's going on so when I saw that mm-hmm. I was like okay okay now we're, now we're getting then we then um it goes like a cut shot to Viserys on the throne and it has him bleeding. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like, okay, we really like, because like, <laughs> Joffrey in, in Game of Thrones in the book, they said the, the uh, Iron Throne used to like disfigure Joffrey. Like it always cut him. They like, we never ever saw that visual in the show. And it's like, okay, now we're seeing just that, the way the throne room looks compared to the other one. Like when I saw that, I'm like, okay, so we're getting Game of Thrones. I think a slightly more accurate representation of what George's mm-hmm. vision is. So I was like, yeah, okay, this is this. Yeah, for Absolutely. me, like, I thought like the the entire the entire trailer was just like one three minute long hype show for me. Just, like everything that I saw, I'm like, damn, like this looks dope. Damn, that looks dope. Damn, these dragons look crazy. Damn, like the visuals look crazy. This is this is what, like and like the final dragon that we saw like Vagar at the very end. That motherfucker's huge. Like we thought, we thought that um, Danny's dragon. What was his name? It wasn't. What was his name? Um, Drogon. We thought that motherfucker was huge. Vagar is the biggest thing since Balerion the Black Dread, and yeah. that motherfucker is gonna be gigantic. And it's yeah. gonna be it was, it's gonna be crazy, crazy to like to to see all that again. And like there's that I was I was rewatching it today, and there's one one line from that kind of stuck out stuck out to me, and um. It was like, uh, well, like young Rhaenyra, she was talking about how like Targaryens are the closest thing to God, to the gods than anything else. And like I remember, I remember thinking like you, you brought this up 
Dante, about how, you know, back in Valyria, like, the Targaryens, they were, like, bottom, like they were, like, bottom-rung people. Like, they weren't, they, they weren't shit. And yeah. now they're now they're here, and Westeros talking about, oh, yeah, like, we're the closest thing to gods. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, not really. Like, you're very clearly fallible <laughs> because, like, y'all have gone through, at the time of this story taking place, y'all have already gone through an almost civil war in between within the family and and have have had multiple kings and family members murdered and assassinated by other people and other family members like y'all really ain't shit facts yeah so like one thing you're reading fire and blood is because it's like a whole targaryen history you really like get a better feel for like how crazy the motherfuckers really are, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like literally, when they say like the God flip a coin every time a Targaryen is born, like the coin, it's like a Harvey Dent coin. Like, they both, both <laughs> it's crazy, like for real. For real. Like even it's the like, best, even the best of the best. Like, like we saw, like we've only seen like Daenerys and Viserys, like as Targaryens mm-hmm. on screen. Really, and they mm-hmm. was both crazy as shit. Ended up. So, mm-hmm. like, seeing this many, like, Targaryens, like, interacting, and, like, they really do believe that shit, like, they're, like, closer to gods than, than humans, just because they can ride dragons. And so, like, seeing, like, who's really on that, like, mm-hmm. um, that old Valyria shit, and, like, <laughs> how they go all butt heads and, like, be crazy as fuck, like, it's gonna be lit, man. I, I like how you brought up the coin flip, the Targaryen coin flip thing, because I was watching, again, like, um, the, the Comic-Con panel and all that with, uh, with, like them bringing a Damon, like who's a villain and who isn't. And it's just like, you flip a coin, it's like, it's like Harvey Dent, they're either crazy or great. And it's like, even the great ones, like you can arguably say that Damon Targaryen is going to, is can go down as top five Targaryen just from everything that he's gone through in his life. Damon's he's, him. Yeah, he's him. But also he has a lot of things that go against him that can kind of like, would he make it to the hall of fame just because he's a, such an asshole, such a terrible person. But it's like, no, he would because he was how great he was. Right. Like, actually, I I just thought about this. So, like, the Targaryen family as a whole, the entire Targaryens, are kind of like a giant representation of what Homelander is. Like, they, (laughs) they, like you said, like, like, you you flip a coin and it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Like, you know, with Homelander, like, we've seen him go crazy and just let people die. It's like, for the fuck up, because he don't give a fuck. But we also seen the parts of Homelander where it actually shows that, like, he actually cares about people and cares about like the people that he, that are close to him. He actually like like with his son Ryan, like he's we've clearly like he's shown like he wants to be a father and like and like with uh, everything with him and um and Soldier Boy, like he wanted Soldier Boy to like he like looked up to him like a father. He wanted to be a family, and you see that these good parts <laughs> of Homelander, just like the Targaryens, like almost like for the most part throughout history, they've been like pretty shitty, and yeah. like the only reason that people only really follow them as, as out of fear because up until recently, you know, the events of what happened in Game of Thrones, like, the Targaryens had the power because they literally had dragons behind them. Like, they had the power to back up that fear. And, like, Homeland, like, Homeland and I, like, he's, like, he's Superman. Like, he has, like, no one can really stand up to him. He has the power to back up why people fear him. They had, like, I mean, they had dragons, and then they had wildfire. So, yeah. like, they always had something that was a, that was a source of power. And we saw... How wildfire fucked up the Sept of Baylor, you know. Yeah. It, I was like, in, 
So I was like in season six. So like imagining just using that like anytime they wanted to in war. Like that's that's called a nuclear deterrent right there, yeah, folks. Right? Like like so they've always kept like a kind of control over the kingdom with with some kind of stuff. And I think what another thing that stood out to me in the trailer is like we're really gonna see like, you know, you mentioned the dragons and everything. I'm I'm interested, you you get a couple shots of like the dragons keep and they've they've released some promo of like dragon keepers and stuff and how it's like yeah, a whole like kind of cult following and i was like i'm really looking to dive into that because like we're, we're gonna see 17 dragons in the show like cgi budget is going crazy on this i think they spent like crazy. 200 mil to produce to produce the season so like seeing what all gets involved with that because you know besides danny has to confront like oh occasionally them burning some burning some sheep you know, and some shepherds and then, you know, uh-huh. killing some kids. Like we're, we're going to see in, in depth, like what it takes to really like keep these dragons around and like the people that are involved in like that, that kind of cult following of a dragon keeper. Yeah. Plus one kind of that, like people would be like complaining, especially like season seven, season eight, like all the Reddit people be like, ah, why don't dragons have armor? Hey, why don't do this? First of all, these are the first three dragons in the world in like 70, 80 years. Like they yeah. just, you know, you can't just fucking, hey, uh, Dothraki, carve me up some fucking dragon armor. No. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> but in this show, like, we're going to have like all the, you know, the infrastructure that's required for like dragons to thrive and shit. So they're going to have armor on Dragon armor, dragon, armor, dragon saddles, like in shit. Yeah. The dragon pit is like a huge fucking. Superdome, like that shit is fucking ginormous. If y'all saw it, like on that overshot kind of uh, uh, shot in the trailer, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know if any of you guys brought it up. I'm also excited to see, like you were saying, the dragon pit and all that, but there's also unexplored places we haven't seen in Westeros. Not only yep. that, places we have seen and how they differ from current events in Game of Thrones. Like it's just mm-hmm. like there's so much that we're gonna be able to get into in this season, I think, and I think they're gonna be able to satisfy a lot of what people want to see from that they missed out on the last season, you know? Right. All right. So we know this is a, a Targaryen-heavy show, but, you know, for the first time kind of ever in Game of Thrones, we're going to get a, a black great house with House Valerion. Valerion, you know, we're going to figure out how to pronounce that when the show comes out. But how does it feel? Niggas finally have some <laughs> representation in the show that we love and the universe that we love. Well, you know, all like, they all look like OGs, like the silver hair. Like even I, when they show the cut of like the kid pulling up with hey. the silver hair, I was like, that's hard. It's like, hey, it's, look, it's, look, look, it's like when Gohan goes Super Saiyan, you know, hey, as, look, as like I mean, a kid, like that was tough. Hey, I'm lo- I'm usually anti, you know, dread wigs. I feel like every dread wig is like bad. Like we all saw Mordo and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Doctor Strange. We all saw, um, you know, Jimmy Butler. Nah, <laughs> but you know, hey, the, hey, the Valerian dreads are like the best fake dreads I've seen, you know, on TV, you know. So, yeah, Steve they're not, they're not bald, bro. Steve just not perfect, bald, and he got a full head you know? of hair. <laughs> so I just I mean, had to get, I just had to shout out because I see Anthony. Uh, what's his name? Anthony Anderson with fake dreads. I see. Oh yeah, that shit was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I seen Makai Pfeiffer with fake dreads. I seen motherfucking Lucius Lion with fake dreads, man. So <laughs> it's 
this is the best job so far. So shout out to, to HBO. Well, well, technically, I think in the original Game of Thrones, uh, you know, Salador San, uh, the pirate, he, he technically his family is come, he comes from a great family of pirates, like pirate kings and shit. So yeah, that is a, technically a great black family house. But no, Valyrians being like one, how the Valyrians being the, the richest family and house in Westeros at the time. The sand, the sea snake being who he is as a voyager and like his power on the seas, like that even Euron Greyjoy or any of the Greyjoys couldn't rival, like that's fire. The fact that we yeah. are finally getting this this first, technically first great black character and he has the history and lineage of what he does is just like, all right, fine. It is like, yeah. it's like it's opened the door for so many more fans to come in. It's like, oh, now we got black people like because I know in Westeros, I don't even think they even is based off what I've heard and read. They don't even like look at like people based on color and shit. I don't mean I don't know if that's true. Like their idea of black and white isn't the same there, but like I mean yeah, I'm excited. I, mean, I think that black people really bring Westeros. a race. Yeah. But go it's ahead. Like, it's it's like with with what they're doing with them is like they're they're honestly gonna be like Steve Toussaint as the head of the House of Illyrian is like the new Tywin Lannister. Is how they're is how they're planning it and how they're prepping. Right. Like so, that's how much power like this house will have in terms of like how much he's respected, how they like how much money and wealth he has. Like the, you know, a Lannister always pays his debt. They had straight gold mines. Like this man, literally, like you know, is is a central political figure in in the world and is oh, the yeah. head of that household and then even the dynamic with how he interacts with like his kids and his dynasty is like you know he just wants them to get it's it's very very similar to like how tywin interacts and and the lannister family and that was you know one of the most important houses in the realm oh yeah hey the sea, sea snake is him all right if you, yeah. if you want any you know takeaways going into this if you don't take anything away from this pod damon targaryen him Sea snake, him. That's all I gotta say. You know, and, and the sea snake being black, you know, like his family being black, just from what I know, it just makes it every everything more lit, you know. So, so yeah, just get ready, strap in for that because that's just about to be crazy. Do y'all think though, like you know, we we know how Game of Thrones works in terms of the formula. Do you think things are gonna be new? Do you think it's gonna be similar, just with new characters? Like, what do y'all think? What do y'all want to see different and what do y'all want to see stay the same? I mean, they got the formula to, to make it work. So, I mean, I say, I mean, I'm not saying like go, you know, copy paste everything that Game of Thrones did into this show. But I mean, you know, you can take many, if not most of the elements that were in Game of Thrones and, and you know, mix them into, you know, mix them into this story and still have it be a, a great original story, you know, that is still, mm-hmm. you know, still connected to Game of Thrones, but not you know, a carbon copy of it. I mean, that's why I hate on Marvel so much is because they just like copy and paste a formula, right? And so it's like, and that's what the new showrunners have talked about. Like they've talked about like, hey, you got to respect the show. But what's going on with this show is like the the showrunners have talked about how they want to honor Game of Thrones and whatnot, but at the same time, like not make it just the same kind of copy paste formula, pump out the same thing that like, marvel does with all their movies you know like that's mm-hmm. my that's my biggest gripe against them and i would hate for game of thrones to fall down that that rabbit hole of like like the the people working on this and everything like that you just got too much smart people working on this for you to just copy and paste a formula 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you know, I think, you know, it's HBO, so you're going to have the sex, the violence, the gore. You know, I really hope what they keep from, like, the the show is, like, obviously the, the depth of characters. Like, I'm rewatching now, and just, like, seeing these scenes with Braun, I'm like, man, Braun was really, like, one of my guys, man. Like, one of my yeah. favorite characters. Like, who's going to be the new Braun? Like, who's just going to be, like, the new random-ass nigga that you just love to see? Yeah. Like Podrick, like who's gonna be a fucking <laughs> sex god pod? Sex, sex god pod. Like, <laughs> like every time you see hot pie, it's the day of celebration, man. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. And um, yeah, man, that's it. Yeah. Well, did y'all see? Sex is gonna be very different in this show because it's like. Hey, they said, y'all see they, what they, they, said? they said that, but uh, reports from the first episode are saying that no, nah, they fucking. Oh, okay. Because I thought they said they said it was going to be like kind of minim, minimized or whatnot. Get ready. fucking. Because they said it was supposed to be like minimized. They wanted to like make sexual assault. Like, you know, they wanted to just be more culturally aware of like sexual assault. That's cap. That's cap. But they talk about like the dangers of childbirth in this, is from what I've read from it. It's like, you know, it's a 50 50 whether or not people die and they get into like the gory aspect of like having kids in like the medieval, the medieval times and, and whatnot. So I think yeah, that that's just going to play a role. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I ain't, we, we can't, we can't have a show full of incest, right? Cause the Targaryens nah. be fucking family members. Hey, hey, look, <laughs> hey, look brother, if, if you're not, you're not prepared for incest, man, you might as well hop off the board now. <laughs> look, man, John and Danny didn't really count. Them niggas grew up like on separate continents, didn't know hey. shit. Like they didn't know about it when it happened. And hey, you know, well, this and, shit about and, to count. and we knew them. Yeah, that shit, that shit'll definitely count. Cause they're they're like, this like they didn't know. Counts. They didn't they didn't know when it happened and, and you know and everything. And like even us as an audience, like we knew them as separate characters until that shit happened in the end of season six. So we had six seasons of them as being like completely separate characters that you could like shit. Like I think if we if we had known they were like aunt and nephew, like you know from the from Rip niggas not shipping that, you know. Oh, like, that's about to be that's about to be prime incest era. <laughs> yeah, get ready, brother. <laughs> All right, so so you know we're talking about the kind of expectations we have for the show, and you know. Game of Thrones was just was just so massive. Do we think that are we calling it hot D? First of all, are we calling it hot D or is, is that sus? <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, that's what they that's what they call it. That's what the community's calling it. Flag on the flag. That's what they calling it. I just had to ask. I just had to ask. Hey, facts. Yeah. Right. Hey. Same. You're right. Same. Uh, nah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna say the full day. There's no way I'm gonna go out my mouth and say and say hot. I might text it H O T D, but you know I'm not about to I'm not about to say hot D like hey yo that's so so pause worthy man. <laughs> what, you mean, hey. what you mean? What, what do you mean? Man? Like come on. Now. All right, so do we do we think that House of the Dragon? <laughs> you have the same sort of kind of impact that, that Game of Thrones did. You think it will build on it? Will it be held as its own separate thing? Or, you know, will it be like a either or type of vibe? You know, what, what do you think? You know, honestly, I feel like it could be either or because 
Thrones hit at a time when we didn't know we needed it. Like it happened. Like Thrones yeah. is out, and like we didn't know that we really needed this to be in our life. Like like we did. And now this, like this is you know, the, not, it was not a sequel, but like the next project is like I don't know if it'll have the same type of impact that Game of Thrones did. I don't know if it will, but I think it can though. And it it also it all just depends on it really depends on how our black leads are written and then how like the dynamic between um like the fem- the female leads as well like it re- it really was going to come down to like how both of those characters well all of those characters are written and if it's like if it's the same type of like similar dialogue and the same type of like a uh, character development that we saw in Game of Thrones for those type characters that like built up the hype that, you know, that is the hype God of Game of Thrones is now, then yeah, there is definitely potential that this show could match and exceed the cultural weight that, that uh, Game of Thrones is carrying out. Yeah. I, I think I disagree, man. I'm going to hear y'all out. Like, I think there's only one first, right? You only got one first time. I think, you know, from a from a from a stance of like cultural impact, I don't think it can ever repeat what Thrones did because it was the first. Like, you know, you never really you never really can have a you can't have another first. I think Game of it will be better than Game of Thrones at its start because I think Game of Thrones flew under the radar for like kind of the first two seasons. So I think it'll definitely it's definitely going to start off better than that. I don't think we should expect it to reach Game of Thrones peak season one straight out the gate. Like Game of Thrones at its peak was getting like 19, 20 million viewers, you know, like a week. Like it was doing it was doing crazy numbers in terms of like and that's like households. You know, people would have watch parties. Shit, we'd go to fucking bars and watch that shit. So we're Mm -hmm. talking about like, you know, that many households tuning in to watch to watch Thrones at, at a time. Bro, I think some people like we take- are fans. We got there are some hardcore Thrones haters now because of yeah, the way it's going to take some time to get the it's, trust back. There, there are going to be some people that just like that are just even though they watch worse TV because like like I said, <laughs> the, the, they they watch worse TV, but they're going to be hating on it and they're not going to tap in because they're be like, oh, the show just ended because lol air aria and you know I was like mm-hmm. and you know John Kirpani. And all this, oh, whatever, man. I have, I have grounds to be, I have ground. oh gosh, I have all grounds for Mar- Marvel to be ass, man. There are, there's, there's established grounds. Oh my Bro, God. We ain't, we ain't if if I do watch Worst Things Than Marvel, it's like a meme for, for the like, reason to watch it. Ground. I'm not watching it with critique, you know, as, as on my mind. I'm not trying to actually appreciate it for it being quality film. Marvel out here trying to tell you that Marvel oh tr- serves you shit and tells you it's quality film. Like that's what that's what I'm saying. Hey, don't get Doctor Hate started, man. Come on, don't man. Get... I was like, niggas always like to pick a fight, man. That they gonna All right, lose. Man. All right, this this is our last thing, you know, because you know we're we're supposed to be here talking about a trailer, <laughs> not Marvel versus DC. But you know, all right, so. Actually, here let me let me ISO real quick, man. Because these mother these ungrateful motherfuckers out here, man. <laughs> these hating ass niggas, like oh, Game of Thrones ending was was shitty. These hating motherfuckers, man. Look, 
did this show give us the Battle of Blackwater, yes or no? Yes. yes, it did. Did this show give us the Red Wedding, yes or no? Yes, it yes, did. Did this show give us the Purple Wedding, yes or no? It did. Absolutely. Three apps later. Literally three Did this show give us Watchers on the Wall, yes or no? Yes, it yes, did. Sir. Did this show give us Hard Home, yes or motherfucking no? Ooh, at the end when he just goes, ooh, I was like, come on, yes, this shit was this like show coming. give us the battle of the bastards? Yes, a motherfucking no. Uh, yes, I, I've, I've never felt like I was gonna suffocate from watching a show, bro. Like that, like you, I thought I was John in that bitch. I was losing my own breath, man. <laughs> These motherfuckers want to act like ending was so ass. Like this show ain't have motherfuckers out here. Watching zombies and dragons, nigga. <laughs> niggas, for, niggas really forget, bro. Like, nigga, this shit is motherfucking crack. This shit hit the streets like crack, nigga. <laughs> this shit hit the streets like crack. And these motherfuckers out here acting like they too good to go back. Nigga, if you don't shut your ass up and watch this motherfucking show on August 21st. So with that being said. Testify. With that being said. Tales from the Shadow Tower is offering amnesty. If you say I'm sorry right now for hate, <laughs> right now, you can get back on the bandwagon early. Cause when this show yes, come sir. out, man, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. Cause we we gave you fair warning. We said this shit's gonna be crack again. Yes, if it goes was crack, this shit is is heroin. <laughs> this shit is the this shit is the next level. This is the this is the opioid crisis. It's about to hit right now. <laughs> Nigga, yeah. this shit about to hit like ooh. So with that being said, I'm gonna give everybody here an opportunity. Give the 30 second elevator pitch of why you should be locked in to House of the Dragon. Somebody start us off. Let's go. Look, man, coming from a fellow hater, man, like coming from coming from a, a nigga who is who is true to this and not new to this, man. As as a hater, you gotta tap in the hate, man. So if you, <laughs> you you gotta tap in the hate, man. I was like, I be hating on Marvel. I heard Marvel was ass. Boy, I grabbed a big box of popcorn and went and ran to the theater, bro. Uh, you gotta. So even if you wanna, even if you wanna hate, you gotta tap in. So tap in regardless. Tap in, Love tap it or hate it, tap in. <laughs> All right, so why you should watch the show? Well, I mean, it's Game of Thrones 2.0. Like, if you love Game of Thrones, and you did, because yeah. you listened to this podcast, <laughs> go into, tap into House of the Dragon. Because not only are we getting, like, 17, 18 37,000 dragons in this bitch. Mm. Like, <laughs> we are going to see, like, parts of parts of Westeros that we haven't seen before. Parts that we've always kind of wanted to see and heard about. But actually, we're going to get to experience it. We're actually going to get to see magic. Like, not, not, not Melisandre birthing out some shadow baby. That was crazy. That was some weird shit. That was wild. But, and not her just randomly showing up, you know, at the Battle of Winterfell. I'm like, all right, here, I'm going to light your blades and then, and then peace out. <laughs> and not like, Daenerys you know, randomly being fireproof sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to see, like, actual magic. Like, actual, like, the nerd shit that, that we was made fun of before and, and, not, and, and now it's cool. 
we're getting back to that. So tap in. What else do we got to say, man? August 21st, man. We back. Do y'all want to start doing this? Y'all want to record the pod the Monday after? Or y'all want to go instant reaction? Like, how we just... I'm- yeah, yeah. yeah I gotta, I, I'm gonna have to tap, yeah. I'm gonna have to start watching. Like you know, we got to get three three watches in. We just right, watch it at the bar. Come <laughs> home, rewatch it as soon as we touch the couch, man. All right, get another one. Yeah. yeah. So the so the pods gonna be coming out on Tuesdays. Yes. So every try. every Tuesday, starting on August twenty third. Yeah. Tap the fuck in because we gonna be breaking this shit down. And when I say tap down, in. I mean down low. All the credits nasty work. <laughs> so look until then go watch go rewatch the show be ready because we gonna be motherfucking ready rewatch rewatch that trailer break that shit down you know hit up hit up the wiki if you forgot yeah. man hey brush up the wiki is there all Put the shit on the sizzle reel dante we want all the smoke <laughs> yes sir got yeah. all the rain will be coming for you all right haters until next time we out